Welcome to Talking Health Tech. My name is Peter Birch, and this is a podcast of conversations with doctors, developers, and decision makers that are playing in the Australian health tech scene today. With me today is Dr. Adam Meredith, the CEO, founder, inventor of Migraine Stopper, a device that turns off migraines. Adam's a chiropractor by trade with his own group of practices known as the Spine and Health Clinic, a posture-based chiropractic center, and he does a bunch of other things. Adams, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, we've got, um, got an interesting little device sitting in front of me here. I can't wait to to learn a little bit more about that um and and i didn't even get to play with it before we recorded but i'll just i'm a tactile kind of guy you can so grab it the irony of doing a podcast where can't people can't see what i'm actually doing but I'll, I'll be i'll be looking at it and playing with it as we go we're talking about migraine stopper it's a um it looks like a something that you've 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 invented yourself yes. Be great to learn a little bit more about firstly before we get into this this exciting little device tell us a bit more about you and your background. So I've been a chiropractor for 20 years. Uh, when I was young, I actually broke my back barefoot water skiing and that obviously got me into the profession. Mm. Uh, saw a chiro and got great results. Um, started a couple of practices when I got out. Um, was in practice for 15 years and then I stepped away from practice and did some other healthcare businesses. Um, and one of them was DEXA scanning, which I'm also very passionate about. So that's uh, human body composition. Okay. Okay, cool. So that's so. This is 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 what is one of the things. And so, when did this? When when did um, migraine stopper come out? So this is something recently you've been working on. Yeah, well, actually, five years ago. So a colleague handed me a piece of paper, a paper, a journal, mm. and it was a very small study on just thirteen people. Mm. And during the start of the migraine, so they called that the prodrome. Um, this uh, it was actually a chiropractor put air into their ears. Okay. And when they pumped air into the ears as the migraine was starting, it turned their migraines off. In fact, of the 13, nine had their migraines turned off. Right. So I read that and uh, air in the ear is very, very safe. So we actually just copied what they did in the um, research. Mm. Um, so there's six of us chiros and uh, we all got together and we emailed our database and we said, hey, if you have a, a prodrome, the beginning of a migraine and your local come in, lie down and we'll put air into your ear. And that's what we did for five years. Yes. And we got very similar results. So a lot of people got massive relief or turned off their migraine with the air in their ear. Yeah, okay, okay. So is that like a – okay, so, so migraine stopper, the, the device itself, like what does it, it do? It puts, it puts air in ears. Like it, <laughs> it's, it's, it is, in very simple terms, an ear pump. Okay, okay. The tech is actually, obviously people can't see this, I'm holding it up now, yeah. but the tech is actually in here. So I'm just going to squeeze the bulb and see yeah. how it just opens and closes yeah, it makes naturally. A noise too. You can yep. do that. So air goes out, air goes in. Yeah. The trouble is that's the wrong amount. So once it's sealed in the air, and I'm going to press it, see how that changes the, yeah. the loading and yeah. the rate of loading? Yeah. That's where the tech is. So there's a valve in there. Okay. But in very simple terms, when you have the right amount of positive and negative air pressure in the ear, mm. it deforms the ear canal and it moves the eardrum. Okay. And it just so happens, this really is just a fluke, there's two nerves in there which are directly involved in migraines. Yeah. So I can stimulate them for my patient to help relieve and turn off migraines. And of course, the trouble was people couldn't come and see me. I'm not open 24-7. Yeah. So we clearly had to build something they could take home so they could self-administer the air into their ear to control their own migraines. And it seemed very simple. I was kind of like, hey, guys, it'll take me six weeks. I'll see you. Three years later, we had the final prototype. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, that's the final product now. 
And so there's people actually using using this. Oh, there's hundreds of people in Australia. So it's really funny. People hear it for the first time and they're like, well, if it's um, that's good, why, hasn't I, why haven't I heard about it? Yeah. Um, hundreds of my patients over the last five years have heard about it. Yeah. But we only went commercial um, May actually of this year. Yeah. It just took that long to get the right prototype. Mm, mm, interesting, interesting. So it's it, – what about – because I personally don't suffer from migraines, but I know a lot of people that do. And well, about one billion people on the planet suffer. Jeez. One in seven. Yeah, right. Yep, more women than men. Um, so about 18% of women, 6% of men, and 10% of children. Yeah. There's a huge problem. Yeah, children, that, that's, that, that's, that's heartbreaking as well. Yes. So it's, it's, and, and it's debilitating uh, when, when I see those people that, that suffer the, from Yeah, it is. The trouble is people think it's just a headache, and it's not. It's actually a neurological disorder. Um, and headache and head pain, extreme head pain is just one of the symptoms. Mm. But uh, many of my sufferers might get, say, three or four a month, mm. and that will last for two or three days, and that includes vomiting and the ability only to exist in a cold, dark room. Yeah. So when you talk to them and you say, you know, what's the problem with migraine is, they'll all say it's because they miss out on life. They miss out on weekends. They miss out on parties. Mm. Anytime there's a stressful event, they'll often get one. Mm. So it's a horrible disease that hurts you often vomit but the biggest thing is you just miss out on life yeah yeah yeah. so so this this won't help with a with a headache though like if, if i don't have migraines it well. correct so it works for migraines it works for another one called cluster headaches and we can chat why that is later on yeah. but your standard tension headache is a different mechanism and it won't work for that yeah yep. i just ate a bunch of sugar yesterday and now i'm like <laughs> doing this challenge where i'm not eating sugar so i haven't that i was like hoping that would kind of <laughs> no it won't help for that one yeah, yeah i just shouldn't have had the the, the sugar and <laughs> um so <laughs> but that's my problem not yours look look is it is it something where it's like a like I liken it to like a paracetamol or something where it's like do you take it once but then you're going to get another migraine again later on like like with a headache or is it um, something that's that's more helpful the longer you use it and start getting really how does it work that yeah way? it's both so we started it as abortive so like a panadol you feel your migraine coming on and most people know they're about to get a migraine they usually have yeah. about twenty or thirty minutes before the the head pain so it was abortive. And then, um, as we were doing the studies, and I did in-house studies, we, you know, we newspaper ad, we got 30 people in, and we've been following them for a couple of years now. Yeah. And they started to report to me that they had a reduction in frequency. Mm. So the people were responding. We could reduce or turn off their migraines. Yeah. But as I was tracking them through the years, they were saying, hey, by the way, I get less migraines, which makes sense to me from a neurological point of view. Then, out of the blue, some patients started to preventively ear pump. So they started to pump their ears in the morning and at night times without telling me. Hmm. And then they came in and they said, hey, when I do this, for a bunch of them and not all of them, when I do this, that seems to reduce my frequency as well. Hmm. And it seems to make the migraine stopper work more powerfully. And again, when we get into the neurology, it totally makes sense. Yeah. So I started off abortive and my patients made it into more of a preventative. It's really interesting. Yeah. It is pleasing to know that the thing that turns it off, if you repeat it, can actually help with the frequency. Yeah. And it and it should, hey, like if it's really getting to the core of the migraine, it could make sense that if you did it before the migraine, you may stop them. And we are seeing that in a bunch of our patients. Certainly not all of them, but a bunch of them we're seeing this reduction. Yeah. How do people normally treat a migraine? So it's nearly 100% medication. Yeah. And uh, there's aborted medications, so over-the-counter, mm. and then the prescribed ones, which are your triptans, mm. um, and then there's preventative medicines too. Mm -hmm. um, 
if you go to a GP, they won't generally say try osteo or chiro or acupuncture, but these things do help as well. Mm. Um, and there are a few herbal approaches, but I would say 90% is medication. Yeah, I know I know my wife goes to the chiro whenever she has issues with, with migraines, so that, that makes sense to me. But I, yep. how does that... How does that actually work? Because when, when I first heard that, that that kind of jarred me as well, just only because being non-medical myself, yes. but, uh, I didn't quite understand that that kind of connection. Yeah, so as a chiro, I treated migraines, and for the people that it responds, it's great. Um, and the reason it works are there's basically three big nerves involved. So there's trigeminal, which we're going to definitely talk about. Mm. That's a main player. It's impossible for a physio or a chiro to get to that. Mm. There's the vagus nerve, and there's things you can do with that. And then there's the nerves from the neck. So if the nerves from the neck are a big player in migraine and a good osteochiral physio can calm down those nerves, you'll get a result. Yeah. You have a very happy patient. Yeah. If the other two nerves, so there's three nerves, if the other two, trigeminal and vagus, are highly involved, correcting the neck sometimes isn't enough to stop the migraine from occurring. Yeah. And that's when you'll have a non-responder as a chiropractic patient or a physio patient. Hmm. So if your wife gets relief, there's a good chance it's the nerve input from the neck yeah. that's really causing her to go over to that threshold and get a migraine. Yeah, interesting. And that's why the migraine stopper came about because it's hard to attack the other two nerves with physio, osteo, or chiro. So what about like more cr- – because I've, I've heard of all like people doing all kinds of things for, for migraines and yep. some of them sound like – um, very like I could definitely see a GP saying this is how you should you should um, treat a migraine. Yeah, it would probably be the medication. Although not all GPs, but not all GPs, a big a big chunk. Then there's some crazier ones that that I've heard of, just in terms of generally how to treat a migraine, and 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 then there's ones where I'm like, oh really, that works? Like you know the 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 cold dark room and all that kind of stuff. Are there any crazy kind of treatments of migraines or things where you've heard of people treating their migraines where you've gone yep. really, how does that happen? so there's there's two crazies one is full body ice immersion or swimming wow. in extremely cold water and there was i believe that i believe there was a bbc documentary following one person that did that by swimming in very cold ocean okay. water okay. Um, and i actually understand the neurology of that that's that vagus nerve that we talked yeah. about so it worked for them and that's great Um, And the only other extreme one is the medical approach where they actually um, put into either your brain or under your skin um, vagal stimulators, so that vagus nerve again, and they implant an electrical device. You can think of it like a pacemaker for the heart, and that sends impulse to the vagus nerve to help with migraines. So they go to like like brain surgery. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow, and I guess people really would because migraines – really suck yeah if you're a chronic <laughs> sufferer um so lisa she's on uh on the website yeah. she was getting 20 to 25 migraines a month wow uh, and hers were vomiting so she was vomiting most days it's awful. and wanted to go into a cold dark room yeah, yeah yeah so yeah for them it's horrible in fact unfortunately anxiety and suicide rates are higher in this cohort yeah. of patients yeah yep it's a serious condition and they don't kind of get the respect because people go, well, it's a headache. Mm. You've got your sugar headache. I've had <laughs> headaches from drinking too much vodka. Yeah. What's the big deal? Yeah. It's not a headache. It's a neurological disorder with head pain as one of the awful symptoms. So how did you – just moving away from the, the, the migraines for a second, and, we, and we'll probably come back to it, but, but just I'm – uh, intrigued by the the creation of a of a device. So I, I I always I always love speaking to people who 
have seen a need for something and then created something, innovated something, and 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 then they've got something tangible to show for it. But normally, then they haven't originally, you know, they haven't grown up and thought, "Geez, I'm going to invent something." No, I look not forward to inventing something. N- not at all. So, so how did you find the process of? <laughs> innovating in Australia, like it, like it, I say in Australia, because yeah. uh, I've got my own thoughts on innovation in Australia. But, yeah. but more broadly, as, as an individual person that's gone, hey, I see a problem and I've solved it with a device. How did how did that whole kind of whole process? It was work? bloody difficult. Yeah. So you know, professional health services. So chiropractic. Um, I originally had four practices, built them up. I I understood about small business and giving great customer service, and that's why we're busy. Mm-hmm. And then I started Dexa, same thing, health services in a business. Um, but being a single guy saying, hey, I want to invent a device, wow, I had to learn about manufacturing in China. <laughs> I had to learn about all the laws that are associated with it. Yeah. And I had never done a Facebook post in my life. <laughs> I don't Facebook. And I did my first Facebook post to market my device. Yeah. So I had to learn about that. Yeah. Um, and I had to learn about research and development grants from the ATO. Mm. I had to learn about how to do experimental designs. Yeah. Uh, a lo- it was um, like I on the CP, I said, I'll see you guys in six weeks with this device. And it was literally my um, staff didn't see me for three years. It was really hard. And the amount of um, redone, we had to do the prototype five or six times. I finally got the batch right, but there was a mistake in manufacturing. It was leaking. So we were using it. We weren't getting the clinical effects, but it was leaking from a spot we didn't know. And oh, yeah. yeah, it was really, I mean, it was fun, but it was difficult. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think most people do it as a company. Uh, with backers and a whole bunch of people. It, it was just me the whole time Yeah. whilst I was working. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah so a lot of midnight oil. So, yeah, how did you, like, in terms I, of getting the, the funding up and everything to be able to do this kind of thing, it just sounds like... It was a big job. I'm glad we're at the, hey, it's now available um, and it's working yep. stage. Um, but boy, yeah, it was difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, 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 I, and I love these kinds of things as well too where it's, a, it's something where... Um, you know, particularly in, in, in a clinical kind of setting, it's easy to say, you know, this, uh, I don't have an opinion of this device because I don't have 10 years of kind of um, clinical trials to be able to, to compare or the research behind it to be able to say, well, this ticks a box of this. Ultimately, you've got patients who you've got something that's that's providing a, a, something safe literally just air going into into a thing correct then people who are seeing benefits from it yep um you know i i can't see you know uh, the like there's so many so much good that comes of that yes that it's it's can be um you know uh, i think it's great that that more people would get to hear about it. So it'd be interesting to see how this kind of plays out um, for you. How does it kind of grow from here for for um, for the product? I mean, it's it's uh, I can see that it's it's online. Yeah, so we sell exclusively from our website, um, and we did that for control. Really, we just didn't want on sellers and people making outrageous claims or being charlatans and saying, "Hey, this will one hundred percent cure you, guaranteed." So we did that for control. Yeah. And we've we've sold, you know, since we went in May, we've sold hundreds so far. Mm. Um, and we're getting great feedback from the people who are buying it through testimonials and emails to me. Yeah. Um, and I do phone consults with anyone that buys it anywhere in the world. So yeah. anyone that buys it that wants to have a chit-chat to me, uh, we can Skype if you're overseas or call or you can come into the clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, moving forward, people definitely want 
massive um, research on a thousand yes. people. And I'm not an academic and I'm certainly not a researcher. You know, I have a master's degree in chiropractic, but many people have science degrees, but they're not scientists. Yes. I simply said to this, Peter, do you get migraines? Yep. You poor thing. Stick this in your ear and come back in three months and tell me. That's how it grew. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. after seeing that for so many times, and people say, where's the research? And like, the research doesn't make this truthful. The research shows that it's truthful, that it does work. Yeah. And I've seen it for five years. Yes. So I don't need it. But moving forward, I think we're going to have to do a big thing. So we're actually just starting conversations with Macquarie University, where I lectured for two years uh, to the master's students. And we will do a big study to let people know, hey, look, it does work. Yeah. <laughs> but there is this emphasis that if there isn't a proper bona fide five-year study on 10,000 people, therefore it doesn't work. And that's just not true. It's Everything nice. that's been shown to work was working before they did the testing on it. Yes. Yeah. So, but that's what we'll have to to go forward, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. Well, that's, that's, um, that makes a lot of sense to me. And ultimately, if you've, and, and what's good, it, it, it's much better being the other way around where until that is done, you've got on a daily basis patients that are seeing benefit from it. Then that's, that's look, I got a lot of flack when I went live because people said, where is the research? But anxiety and suicide rates are high in this group. And people were saying to me, thank you, it works. Of the 12 prototypes that were hand-built by this lovely guy in Balmain for me, that's his job. He's a, what do you call him, industrial designer. Yeah, cool. Um, I never got those back. Because, I mean, some of my patients were 70-year-old women like my grandma. Yeah. And they would have their little bony fingers on it. And they said, can I keep this? Yeah. And I just said, yes. Yeah. So all the prototypes went out. So eventually we had to make the actual final one because the testing stopped. Because I couldn't say to this old lady, yeah. no, you can't. You have to give this back. Yeah. It's been three months. Yeah. So um, I forget the first question, but oh, we ran right. out of prototypes. And then we went live, even though I knew I was going to get flack from the scientific community but it worked and here's the other thing if it doesn't you've got nine days to return it no questions oh cool yeah and that's i'm just looking for people that failed conventional therapies to try this and if it works more power to you and, and god bless if it doesn't send it back yeah interesting that's yeah great. That's, it's a nice approach it's a nice approach well what's like what are you working on next so the 60-day migraine challenge i wish it went challenge 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 yeah. challenge challenge <laughs> i'm sure there's an effect um yeah. we know that blue light from devices have a major role in migraines in fact in my opinion the reason migraines are increasing is because of blue light so it's blue light from your smartphone mm -hmm. from your tv from LEDs in your office. Mm -hmm. So we're doing this big challenge. This blue light affects your circadian rhythm, so your sleep-wake cycles. Mm -hmm. And this is helpful for anyone for health, mm -hmm. not to do with migraines, but migraines are particularly sensitive. Mm -hmm. We know the worse their uh, sleep-wake cycles are, the worse their migraines are, the more they get. Yeah. And that's because blue light upsets your sleep-wake cycles. Blue light is a double whammy for migraineurs because it activates trigeminal nerve. And that's one of the three nerves. So vagus, trigeminal, and upper cervical. Trigeminal is probably the biggest. And blue light can activate the trigeminal nerve mm. and make the brain of a migrainer overly responsive to the environment, causing and triggering migraines. Yeah, okay. And the migraine stopper works directly on that trigeminal nerve to calm it down. And that means their brains don't respond to stimuli that they're not supposed to be responding to. Mm. At its core, a migraine is a brain hyperexcitability disorder. And if you can calm down that hyperexcitability, they never get the migraines. Okay. Yep, and that's so, what the migraine stopper does. And avoiding blue light does that too or helps that. 
yeah. And so it's so the challenge will be like a so it'll be a sixty day challenge. You need to get up every morning as close to sunrise. Yeah. And walk outside so that light fills your eyes, and that's a really good way to start the sleep wake cycle. You actually start to make melatonin, which is the sleeping hormone. If you can do that, that'll start the circadian rhythm, and that's for anyone that's having trouble sleeping or doesn't feel alert when they wake up. Then we know that blue light stops the release of melatonin, which is the sleep hormone that you actually make during the daylight. Yeah. And because it stops the release, you don't sleep properly. And if you can block all blue light and predominantly all apps on your phone, all apps on your computers, and then you wear the blue blocking glasses. So they're the red tinted ones. Yeah. You often see Hollywood people now starting to wear them yeah. because it's coming through to Hollywood that the blue lights at night screw up your sleep-wake cycles. Yeah, yeah. So that's the challenge. They have to get morning sunlight. I mean, don't stare at the sun, but get sunlight first thing close as you can to sunrise where it's that nice orange red light mm. and then block all blue night blue light at yeah, night yeah, yeah. and then do daily ear pumping morning and night with the migraine stopper hmm. and uh, that's the 60 day challenge that we're going to put out to the world uh, in a couple of weeks Sounds and we know the migraine stopper can really help we believe the blocking of the blue light because it activates that nerve trigeminal yeah. because it helps circadian that will really help to bring down their migraines I, w I wish you a lot of luck with that because I'm and I know a lot of people that would be interested in um too so and and me personally i just enjoy any kind of challenge so it's, <laughs> it's that that resonates with me well even if you do the blue light challenge without yeah. doing the ear pumping you'll probably notice energy effects you'll feel more alert throughout the day i, I can't just put the phone on that that setting you know, yep that, that's yeah, that works yep that's yeah. absolutely brilliant yeah but after the sun goes down yeah uh, we evolved to have no light, and then if you put on those blue blocking glasses, yeah, okay. your brain kind of thinks it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. Yeah, check it out. Um, so how does so just to reiterate, how does someone get one of these the devices? If yep. So just Google migraine stopper. So we're actually at themigrainestopper.com. But if you Google migraine stopper, will come up. Go to the website, and just like any store, go to the shop and buy one in Australia. So shipping and handling is included. It's free. Yeah. Um. And in Australia, you'll get it within two days to three days. Overseas, unfortunately, it's taking us about two weeks or so. We got, I had one from Iran the other day, Italy, and a lot from America. Yep. Um, and we will get it anywhere in the world to you, uh, free of charge. Hmm. Um, but that can take up to two weeks. But Australia, just two days, boom, you can get it. Yeah, great, great. And how much does it cost? It's 249 Okay. And that's a one-off cost. So I asked my manufacturer, how long will this last? Um, and he said... I think 15 years. Yeah. So you should get at least 15 years out of it. It's a one-off cost. And the only ongoing cost, only if you want to, is that the ear nibs can get dirty and you, you place them and it's a couple bucks for yeah, those. It's like the headphone ones. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can actually clip them with um, baby wipes yep. and that works quite well. Yep. But alcohol actually makes it all yucky. So just yeah. those baby wipes will do it. Yeah, um, cool. cause we've got a lot of, um, families that share them. So they, they've all got their own little ear nibs and they just share it. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. You get your own one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, Excellent. No, look, Adam, thanks so much for your time. Um, I'll put in the, I'll put all the, uh, the links in the show notes too, so people can check it out. Um, I wish you all the best. Great. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for listening to Talking Health Tech. My name is Peter Birch. Go do some stuff on our socials and website, share it with some people, and give us a nice review and a five-star rating because it all helps to spread the word and get people talking. Until next time, I'm out of here.